and I think it's a good way to get into the plugin development because you have like a laboratory, a very small uh, user base that you can test your stuff with, your commercial practices and everything. And then, and that's what I'm doing right now. I'm starting to do some plugins that are for the, the, the global market, of course, but creating them for Portugal first gave me a base to start. Hey, Bob WP here, and welcome to Woo Product Chat. He do the Woo Podcast Show. This show is brought to you by managed cloud hosting from Cloudways. As a product builder, whether you are just starting out or already selling to the ecosystem of site builders, having the assurance of your own hosted site that is fast, secure, and backed by 24-7 support is important to you. And take the effort out of determining tax rates for your clients with the automated tax management from Avalara Avatax, now covering more VAT scenarios when you sell into or across the EU and UK. Well, I'll tell you more about our sponsors later in the show, but I have my friend Marco. I mean, this is this is special because this is from my new home country. I mean, you know, you, you've all heard me talk about how much I regret moving away from the U.S., which, well, no, I never said that, but <laughs> I don't. But Marco, my friend, welcome to the show. <laughs> Hi, thank you for having me. And uh, um, welcome to Portugal. <laughs> I, I think I told you this several times now, but now it's Yeah, official. you do. <laughs> Marco's been a big help in a lot of adaptations for both Judy and I here and stuff. And um and um he even helped me get my cell phone. I have to say this, you know, I couldn't even get my cell phone working right, the right plan. So he actually took me to the mall and we he he talked to them, got it all figured out. And it's like, you know, I was I, yeah, I, I was I was a mess, let me say that. Just helping a fellow WordPress person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you do development, you do all sorts of cool things, plugins. We kind of focus a little bit on the product end of things, but why don't you tell everyone who you are, what you do, all that good stuff? Okay. So my name is Marco Almeida. Um, as you said, I'm from Portugal. I live um, across the river from Lisbon since forever. <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I, I got into the web development, uh, really soon. I'm 44 now. I, I got into it around 20. Um, and yeah, that's what I do. Yeah. All right. Okay. So you have your plugin site and then you have a development business um, exactly. What, can you tell us a little bit about both of those? Yeah. So in, in 2005, so almost 20 years now, um, I've opened, uh, you know, the typical IT company. Uh, I had a partner. We did, you know, IT support. We sold hardware, consumables, you know, uh, typical uh, corner shop stuff. But we worked mostly with companies. Um, and at the time... Um, I already did some web on the, my previous jobs uh, before I opened my own company. And I was working uh, on my free time on a, a CMS, a content management system, um, that we started using on, on this company, WebDadvish, uh, to build websites uh, for several companies. 
Uh, I think most of the people my age in the WordPress world probably have a similar story of having built their, their own CMS uh, at the early ages, you know. Uh, and then with time, uh, I took over the company myself uh, alone. Um, I didn't want to do those that IT support, selling hardware, consumables, all that stuff. Uh, and I focused more on web development. And, well, WordPress was was natural. It, it was a natural transition uh, from the CMS that I developed and something uh, that would be more flexible and so it, it really went uh, really natural. Um, funny enough, that CMS that I had, uh, it was based on rows and columns, something that we now call blocks <laughs> uh, 20 years ago, which is really fun to see right now. But yeah, um, so I started using WordPress, I think around uh, 2010. I published my first plugin on the repo in uh, 2000. Uh, 11, I think, um, it was a plugin for, you know, open graph tags to share your posts on Facebook and Twitter with the correct thumbnails. Funny enough, uh, it was my first plugin and it's the only one I've sold so far. <laughs> I've sold to WP experts around the time of WordCamp Asia last year. Mm, interesting. And yeah. So what got you into the plugin? I mean, you know, it's, it's like some of the stories we get from different folks we have on here is that the plugin often came from a need with a client. Yeah. Same way. Exactly. Yeah. I, I think that that's a common for, for everyone. So yeah, this, this plugin I was talking about, it was a need that I had myself. Um, and uh, I just published on the repo and, you know, um, at, so I start publishing uh, plugins on the repo really soon in my WordPress journey. Um, most of the plugins, as you said, were stuff that I, that I had a need for myself or for customers of mine. I was um, developing websites for, and I uh, also in the early ages I got into e-commerce, so there were a lot of needs, specific needs, mainly for the Portuguese market, um, and that's why nowadays there's uh, several plugins, several free plugins and premium plugins. Uh, that I own or that I developed that are uh, mostly uh, focused on the Portuguese market. Um, and yeah, that's how I get on. Yeah, I, I find that interesting because when we first met and I remember looking at your plugins and stuff that, yeah, it's on the Portuguese market. And I don't see a lot of, well, I've seen some developers do that, but there was... Um, yeah, it, it, what, what made you, I mean, it, obviously there was a need that needed to be filled and nothing was available. And so how many, how many of your plugins are due specific to Portugal? Well, probably, um, on the commercial plugins, um, I have 10 commercial plugins, uh, and I think six or seven are focused 100% on the Portuguese market. Uh, on the free plugins, I currently have 20 free plugins and probably like also six or seven uh, focus on the Portuguese market. And you you were saying about the specific needs. I, I, can, I can give you some examples. For instance, um, you know, the VAT number, which is something that in most countries is something that it's um, 
um, only for companies. In Portugal, you have what we call a fiscal number, which is the same uh, as a VAT number, but for a person. Uh, and that's something that WooCommerce doesn't have, the field tool. So I created a plugin for that. Also, we have a payment method in Portugal that it's exclusive of Portugal. Uh, and it's the most, the, the, the most, uh, so it's the one people trust the most. And at the time, there was no WooCommerce plugin for it. So I've implemented it and it's now uh, the most used payment gateway in Portugal. So there were really specific needs that um, uh, someone had to do specifically for Portugal. Yeah, that is really interesting. And the one you were just talking about, that's the payment gateway, right? Yeah, it's its its a payment method that exists in Portugal, I think, for more than 35 years now. So when you get your, uh, for instance, your utilities bill, like the electricity bill or the water bill, if you get it <laughs> on, on traditional mail in paper, uh, you normally get a reference, an entity, and a value. An entity, a reference, and a value. And you can go to any ATM machine or your own banking service. You just put on the reference, the value, and it's paid for, and it's all automatic. So people trust this for a long time, uh, way before uh, online shopping was a thing. Uh, and so at, at some time, I had a, cost, a customer that needed, that wanted to implement that on his website. Um, and there were already some companies providing that service with an API, but they weren't building plugins uh, for, for shops. They were just providing the API and expecting for each and every shop owner to implement it. So I saw an opportunity there. <laughs> it was funny because I, I, I called them and told them, so I'm, I'm, I'm doing this for a customer and I will probably publish on the, on the public WordPress repo. And, and they told me, so the company is called If Then Pay. Uh, and they told me at the time, yeah, you can do whatever you want. Just do not, uh, uh, we have nothing to do with that. You are, you are the one who has to give support. Uh, we just provide the API. Um, and I was like, mm, okay. Uh, uh, funny story, like... <laughs> Six or seven months after, they were the ones calling me saying, yeah, we got to talk because there's a, a lot of customers going in because they first go to the repo, they install the plugin, and then they see, oh, I need a contract with this company. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, we now have an agreement. Uh, well, this was launched uh, in uh, 2013, so we are 11 years now. And we have an agreement for, you know, the last 10 years. And of course, now they're, they're, they're paying me to keep the, the plugin uh, and support the customers. And so we have um, a commission-based agreement. So each payment that goes to, yeah. Wow. And it's used more than 7,000 stores, right? Now. Oh, I bet. Because I, I remember when I first, somebody explained to me about being able to pay this at the ATM. I was somewhere and they said, well, you could just go and pay this at the ATM. I think it was the hospital. And I had paused and I thought, because I'd seen it, but I didn't really, you know, didn't connect and stuff. So, so yeah, that, that's amazing. How do you, uh, now I don't get to talk, most of the times it's my host and I don't get to talk with a lot of the product makers. What makes you decide when you do a plug-in, you know, you'll have some that are free and then some that are premium 
What makes you decide to go the premium route? So at first, as I was saying, so I started publishing um, plugins on the on the repo, so free plugins, very early. Um, although uh, that payment gateway, although it's 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 a free plugin, I'm I'm still being paid to to have it online. So it's almost a commercial plugin, not for the 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 customer side of it, but for me as a developer. Um, and, and at first, it was you know giving back to the community uh, and also put on my name and my company name on uh, in public. You know, getting to be known as a developer, uh, a WordPress, and specifically a, a WooCommerce developer in Portugal. And uh, there's probably not a lot of Portuguese online shops that don't have at least one plugin. Um, one of my plugins <laughs> installed um, because I, I, I made them so specific for, for the, the Portuguese needs. Um, and then um, it, it was really natural. At some time, I got contacted from um, some, someone from Angola, you know, the, the, uh, the African country that used to be a Portuguese colony. Uh, and they were also trying to implement... They, they have basically a copy of our banking system there. The payment methods are, are really similar. And so they wanted to implement that same payment method there. Um, and so um, there was not a lot of uh, potential for users, but they agreed on paying up front to, to develop that plugin. And at the same time, I made a pro version. Uh, and that was my first commercial plugin, actually. Uh, it was a payment gateway, not for Portugal, but for Angola. No, oh, interesting. Yeah, but it was really a test, and I was not expecting for it to sell so much, and it didn't. <laughs> it's, it's not a commercial success, for sure. But then the, the real first one uh, uh, that made me start with the premium. So, um, for instance, another thing in Portugal, uh, most countries of the world, if you have a PDF file or a piece of paper, you can call it an invoice. Uh, that doesn't exist in Portugal. We, we for several years now, um, every invoice must be issued by an IRS certified software. So you cannot just make a PDF file and call it an invoice. Mm. So for instance, yeah, so for instance, on WooCommerce, uh, on the right side, on the order actions, when you have that option, send invoice to customer, uh, it, that does, that's not legal in Portugal. Okay, so for instance, in the Portuguese translation of WooCommerce that I work on, we removed the word invoice from that string. And so I was doing some integrations with an API to one of those certified softwares for some customers. And I, from the early stages, I thought that this could be a really good commercial plugin because the shops need it. But there were already two solutions on the market. Um, one of them was from Marcel Schmidt that you know very well. Uh, and so um, at one time, Marcel decided to do something else and he reached out to me and he told me, hey, Marco, I know you, you are working with the same API. I know you'd like to have a, a product. I'm going to do other stuff. Do you want to uh, take this plugin? We can reach a, a, commercial, a financial agreement on this. And so I took it. Um, there was a lot of stuff to 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 do. We were um, around the time WooCommerce 3.0 was launched, 
And there were significant changes that we needed to do to the plugin. Uh, and so I released the version 2.0 of that plugin after some months of development. And that became the, yeah, you know, the first profitable plugin that I had. Funny enough, the competitor was also a friend of mine that called me the day I launched my plugin and say, oh, uh, I have a great success. We are now competitors on this. And I ended up buying his plugin also. And I, I wonder how many other um, plugin developers, various parts of the world, ever think of these more specific needs within their country. I mean, the, the couple of things there, I didn't, for example, I didn't realize with the multibank that it's um, Portugal specific, you know, that nobody else does that at all. And um, yeah, that is, that is really interesting. And I think it's a good way to get into the plugin development because you have like a laboratory, a very small uh, user base that you can test your stuff with your commercial practices and everything. And then, and that's what I'm doing right now. I'm starting to do some plugins that are for the, the, the global market, of course, but creating them for Portugal first gave me a base. As a product builder, whether you are just starting out or already selling to the ecosystem of site builders, having the assurance of your own hosted site that is fast, secure, and backed by 24-7 support is important to you. Manage Cloud Hosting from Cloudways gives you a fully optimized stack with built-in advanced cache and CDN to boost performance. And to make sure you have the right tools, you can find the most popular apps that you can host on those top-rated cloud hosting providers that will give you the ability to scale your servers when peak traffic season demands growth for your product or service. With all of that and affordable hosting costs, why not head over to cloudways.com and find the right plan for your business? Do you have clients who sell into or across the EU and UK? Likely you may not know about cross-border or international selling, or maybe you need to learn a little bit more because a little knowledge goes a long ways. And with Avalara's Woo integration via Avalara's Avatox, you can help your clients focus on selling while not having to worry about determining tax rates even with various product types, they use automation to make VAT and sales tax calculation faster, easier, and more accurate with a built-in VAT calculation. Just go to the Woo Marketplace over on WooCommerce.com and search for Avalara's Avatox. You know, I I, I want to also um, touch a little bit on community and stuff with you because I know you're really involved, but Sticking with the product thing, I know that you recently went to lifetime licenses. I mean, really recently on <laughs> your plugins. Like I announced it today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I saw it on X. <clears throat> it's always hard to say X. I still want to say Twitter. So, but I, I, I saw that and, you know, I, I've seen these discussions go on and on about that. What made you? decide to do it? I mean, what, what convinced you to go that route? So first of all, um, as I was still telling you, for instance, when I bought that um, Invoice Express plugin from, from Marcel and from the other guy uh, uh, afterwards, 
they were both on lifetime licensing, but it wasn't sustainable because they were charging like the same value that I charge today for an yearly license uh, and they were charging lifetime license. And, and th I think that's why we saw a lot of lifetime deals uh, completely disappear. Uh, some of them even in, in some uh, strange situations where they don't honor the previous, um, the previous license. So I, 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 I'm the, I bought a lot of lifetime licenses that I use still today, you know, like ACF, like, you know, WPL import, like WPML. So I have a ton of, of lifetime licenses that I still use. Uh, and so when I started doing my plugin business, I always said no lifetime licensing. So it's got to be early. You got to pay by year, yearly, um, because it needs to be sustainable, of course. But, um, you know, you got to try stuff. You got to try new ways to sell your, your, your products. Um, and you shouldn't be afraid of doing it, even if you have to just take it down sometime. It's, it's not a problem, as long as you honor the, the customers that bought it on that licensing. And so what I'm seeing now that I'm selling plugins for some years now is that uh, most uh, of the customers that keep the licensing for a long time, uh, they really just ask support for like the first months. They really don't need a lot of support afterwards. So even... If um, I'm losing money on the long run with these customers that decide to buy the lifetime licensee, I think it's just a way to give them both options and let them decide if they want to pay uh, each year or if they want to pay a lifetime license. So I'm, I'm charging um, something between three and four times the price of a early of a early license uh, for a lifetime, uh, and so I'll just I decided to give them that that option, and let's see how it goes. If it doesn't go well, I can just um, turn off that licensing and and just honor the ones that matter. Mm. It, it's it's just a test. Yeah, I'm testing. Yeah. So basically, yeah, interesting. Yeah, I've never. I don't know if I've ever bought a lifetime license. I've been given. A few over the years, which has been really nice. And I, yeah, when I've been given them and I've used them for, you know, maybe as long as a decade, I can probably count on one hand or two hands how many times I maybe asked for some little help with support or whatever, you know, because, uh, um, yeah, it's, um, and I imagine there's some that, you know, are a lot more high maintenance or whatever, depending on, on things with, with, these like with the one with the bank is there a lot of i mean not on the side of the actual woo which yeah it updates you got update or whatever but is there a lot of updates on the other side when you're using kind of a payment gateway like that is there a lot of things you have to keep on top of but is there stuff pretty much set like you said they've been doing this what for 30 some years and it's kind of just done it Exactly. No, it's it's really stable. What what they have. So if then pay the company that the, the plugin works for, um, they are what what is called by the Bank of Portugal a payment provider. They're not a bank. There's there's a proxy between the business owners and the banks. They are certified by the Bank of Portugal, authorized to provide payment services. 
And so multibank was not invented by them. MBWay, so the other methods, the other really used methods in Portugal is something that when you check out, you just enter your phone number, your mobile number, you get a push notification on your phone, you have that app installed, and you say yes, and it's paid for. Done. Yeah. Um, and so they are not the owners of these payment methods. They are just payment providers. And so what we've been doing um, uh, during the last years is they normally get another payment method into their portfolio, and we just need to, to add it to the plugin. So right now it's Multibanco, MBWay. Uh, there's another one which is called PayShop, which is actually a way to pay with real money. So you just you just get the reference from the website and then you can go to a local shop like like uh, uh, you know a newspaper stand or something like that and uh, they have a computer there you just given the reference and the money and it's paid for. Mm, interesting. So is that like are they paying for it after they've received something online or are they actually getting it there there? No, no. So just just imagine you chose bank transfer on checkout. But instead of doing a real bank transfer and the shop owner has to go to check the the, 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 the balance on the bank to see if the payment is there or not, uh, you just go to a shop or to, if it's multibanco, you just use the reference on the ATM or your own banking services. If it's MBWay, you just say yes on the push notification on the phone. And if it's the pay shop, the one with money, you just go to the shop next door, make the payment, and automatically in one second the website gets a push, um, you know, um, uh, a web service call, you know, like an API call, and your the changes to to processing after that. Oh, interesting! Wow, that's kind of cool. <laughs> All righty, well. Okay, so products. We talked about products, but knowing you, I've got to I got to touch on community a bit. And yeah. uh, and you you know you've been involved with um, meetups, WordCamps. Just tell us a little history of your community involvement. Then I think a couple of things I might poke out there. Yeah. So um, my first WordCamp, um, my first WordCamp was in Porto in 2013, so maybe around two years after I started using WordPress, I found out about this community that some of us already start calling like a cult. <laughs> We're more than a cult than a community. Um, and yeah, so I went to Porto in 2013. It was my first WordCamp. And then I went to Seville for WordCamp Europe in 2015. That was my first WordCamp Europe. Um, I start uh, co-organizing in 2019 in Lisbon, and then I was part of the organization team of 20, Europe 2020, the one that didn't happen in Porto because of the pandemic. And last year, I was crazy enough to become lead organizer of WordCamp Lisboa in 2023. Um, it was hard. Um, but yeah, I do it with pleasure, um, and to give back to the community. Yeah. And the, the, the meetups in Lisbon, they were a bit, um, they were not happening for some time now and the pandemic didn't help also. Uh, but, uh, now we are in about almost uh, like a year and a half of nonstop meetups in Lisbon. Um, and it's not only me right now. I have, uh, 
two other people helping me with uh, organizing. Uh, and yeah, so we meet every every month in Lisbon. Um, and then there's the people of Porto also. Uh, and I'm going there next month yeah. to, to speak. Yeah. And I'll be there. I'll be there heckling you. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I will let out a, a, a secret about meetups in um, Portugal. Meetups are only done for they can have these long, long dinners <laughs> right after the meetups. I, I really, I think you said that once jokingly, of course, but I I did experience yeah. that. So you go to your hour meetup and then you have a two to three hour dinner. So come for the meetup, stay for the dinner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so last last August here in Lisbon, um, Antonio Carrera, a friend of mine, which is also on the organizing team of the meetup, we are trying to get someone to speak on the August meetup. And it's not easy because everybody's on holiday that month. And so we told, yeah, we just do the dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, why not? And the meetup will be the dinner. That's <laughs> okay. You only need two people and, uh, and a glass of beer to do it. Yeah, meetup. exactly. So what is it that keeps driving you to do? I mean, I, I know you with the community, you're, you're always out talking to people, you're doing meetups, you're doing the word camp. And I know it's probably a question everybody's been asked and a lot of us have the same answer, but what really drives you to stay involved with the community? I mean, you got the business, understand that part, but actively giving your time and you've i've seen you've done a lot of contributions through the different teams on wordpress what what drives you to do that yeah you know it, it's that it's really the sense of community you know um i don't think most of the people that work in it and in development understands how special this community ha is of course, with all its, pro its, its problems and dramas <laughs> that we have sometime. Um, it really is something that uh, I've never seen in other areas of IT. And so, yeah, it's the people. It's the community. It's, it's giving back to a software. Uh, so 100% of the revenue uh, at my place, in my house, uh, it's WordPress. Mm -hmm. Okay? Uh, me and my wife, we work 100% of the day with WordPress. Um, so uh, why not give back? Mm -hmm. Yeah, really as simple as that, right? Yeah, it is. It is really simple. Also, um, being with the people, uh, you know, everybody works from home now, right? Since the pandemic. I work from home for 15 years now. I need to see people, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I need to go to meetups and work camps and stuff like that. And that's a way to be connected with the world. So, for instance, uh, as I was saying, uh, I was part of the organizing team for World Camp Europe 2020 in Porto that only happened in 2022. You know, that year, a crazy America came to Porto and decided to stay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> And then I was invited to be on the organizing team for the online version that did happen. I was really glad to help, but it's just not the same. Yeah, no, it isn't. I've, I've attended or kind of attended a couple online ones during that time. And I just thought, you know, yeah, it's, there's, there's no comparison. It's just, yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Well, 
My friend, this was wonderful. I, I don't get a chance to chat with a lot of people. Um, I let my host do all that good stuff, but I'm glad I was able to uh, sit down with you and catch up and I'll be seeing you. Yeah, in, in a short amount of time here in Porto at the meetup and looking forward to that and that and that nice little um, bite to eat we'll have afterwards. <laughs> yes, we always have that really cool dinner with all the people. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, you know, as we were saying, it's about the community. It's about the people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So where can people find you, you know, give me your website addresses, your, all your um, social, where you hang out in social and stuff where people can connect with you. Okay. So myself, you can find me on Twitter, you know, that X thing, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm still wearing a Twitter yeah, shirt. See, people are not seeing this because it's only audio, yeah. but yeah. Um, my handle is Wonder Moon, but the last two O's are zeros. Um, and then you can find my company at webdadush.pt. Um, and you can find my, my plugins brand. So I started selling the plugins under the same brand as the company. And then I decided to, to, to separate them. Um, and you can find me at, uh, our plugins at ptwooplugins.com. All right. Well, absolutely a pleasure, my friend. And looking forward to seeing you soon. It was an honor. Thank you. You bet. Thank you. Okay, Bob. See you. Mm, bye. I'd like to give one more quick shout out to our sponsors, Avalara and Cloudways. Please check them out at avalara.com and cloudways.com. And if you'd like to reach out to Woohoo product makers in the ecosystem, consider sponsoring Woohoo Product Chat. We do have a sponsorship slot open. All you have to do is go to do the woo.io forward slash sponsor. And let us know. So until the next time, take care.